Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows, we might even solve a case. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. Web Crawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, merchandise discounts. And in-studio videos of full episodes released a day early. Wow. Incredible. Um, please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become, become, become. one of our bimbo <laughs> patrons. For merch, go to webcrawlerspod.com or... Hothorse.horse. If you're nasty, we also have a cameo. You can go to webcrawlerspod on cameo. It might just be Melissa. It might just be me. It might just be the both of us. Who knows? Phoning in. It's a mixed bag. Who knows? Uh, Melissa, who are our Patreon shoutouts? We have Carrie, Harley, Ooh. Caroline S, mm. Lauren V, wow. Muffy, wow. Tyler A, and Henry L. That's incredible. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. So our main story today is the Bermuda Triangle. We're also going to get a little bit into the Alaskan Triangle. Which we love triangles. We just love huge day for <laughs> triangles. Uh, the Bermuda Triangle is a mysterious area in the Atlantic Ocean. It's been the subject of movies, TV shows, books, our nightmares. <laughs> Maria's obsessed with Bermuda. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. Bermuda's cool. It looks nice. It It looks really nice. We're going to try to go there in 2020. Well, this is what this episode has to partly be, is you begging Bermuda Chamber of Commerce or whatever to get us there for free. I've already, I tweeted at them once and then I I said. You you really garbage paled that. I did, just like (laughs) when I was trying to DM Lucian Graves of the Church of Satan to come on the podcast. I fuck up when I try to reach out. I shouldn't She didn't tag them. No, you didn't tag them. Yeah, she didn't tag Bermuda. I did, but I did later, though. I tweeted about Bermuda, and then like three tweets later, I just did a a tweet that only said at Bermuda. It was sad. (laughs) It was honestly one of the saddest things I've ever read. Like an old person trying to use Twitter. It was emotionally devastating. (laughs) Anyways, um, it's famous for the amount of people who go missing within its vicinity. 
Are evil forces to be blamed for its dangerous reputation, or is there a scientific explanation? Let's, Let's find, find out. out. Okay, so over the last 50 years, over 3,000 ships and 100 airplanes have gone missing in the Bermuda Triangle. That's not normal. No, its exact location is disputed. Some reports say it's an area of about 500,000 square miles, but other reports say it's 1.5 million square miles. So oh my it's, God. It's, it's debated on where exactly it is. But generally, the three points that create the triangle are Miami, Bermuda, <laughs> and San Juan, Puerto Rico. Okay. Also, I read this. This is, I read this, I don't know where I read this, but it, it seems real to me. When Christopher Columbus sailed through the area in 1492 on his first voyage to the New World, he reported that his compasses went berserk and a giant flame of fire crashed into the sea one night and that a strange light appeared in the distance a few weeks later. Yeah, my note on that was, where was this reported, Melissa? LOL. It's in the history books in the library. It's in, it's in the library. It's a bizarro. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. He said that. Uh, the earliest report of disappearances in the Bermuda area was in 1950 in an article in the Miami Herald. Mm. And then two years later, a guy named George Sand, fake name, sounds like a fake name, wrote an article for Fate magazine called Sea Mystery at Our Back Door. Oh my God, that's crazy. I'm going to start tearing up. That's so crazy. My grandma used to subscribe to Fate magazine. Are you I serious? I haven't thought of that for so long. Whoa. That's so crazy. Is it still around? I don't think so. It was these, it was this weird ass magazine Oh my god, that's oh, so weird. 71 years of covering the strange and unknown. It's still yeah. a magazine. Oh my god, she always used to have that at her house. It was just like this it was almost like the National Enquirer for paranormal stuff. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't thought Whoa. of that in so long. Oh, these cute. covers are really cool. Yeah, they are they they kind of look like old like Yeah, uh, sci-fi horror novels. sci-fi horror novels, yeah. Okay, so the triangle has been known by other names like the Devil's Triangle. Which I'm pretty sure is a sex move. <laughs> what? I honestly think, when I read that, I was like, uh, I, on- I honestly think it is. Hold on, Devil's Triangle sex. Oh, is that where yes. two guys having sex with a woman, but they're giving each other a high Brett, five? Because Brett Kavanaugh, his oh. diary said something about the Devil's Triangle. Oh, right. It was like the Devil's Triangle and boofing. Oh, okay, boofing. A, d- a Devil's Triangle is a threesome with one woman and two mans. Ma- two two men. Two men. And they give each other a high five to make a no, triangle. No, that's the Eiffel Tower. That's the Eiffel Tower. Oh. Oh, but maybe it. Well, a threesome. That makes a triangle. It's important right? to remember the straight. Either way, it's also a sex move. Okay, Devil's Triangle. <laughs> it's also known as Limbo of the Lost. Okay. And Graveyard of the Atlantic. Amazing. But the name Bermuda Triangle was coined in 1964 when a writer named Vincent Gaddis wrote an article for Argozy magazine. Did your grandma subscribe to that? No. It was called The Deadly Bermuda Triangle and was about numerous airplane disappearances and shipwrecks in the area. And one of the most notable disappearances he wrote about was Flight 19. Okay, so here's Flight 19. This is from Argozy magazine. On December 5th, 1945, five TBM Avenger torpedo bombers took off from the Fort Lauderdale Naval Air Station at 2.10 p.m. The navigation plan was to fly east for 160 miles, then north for 40 miles, then back southeast to the air station, completing a triangle. Ooh, a triangle. Weird. Weird. They were flying to the Hen and Chicken Shoals in the Bahamas to practice dropping their torpedoes and then return to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, The flight would take about two hours. The weather was described as favorable that day. Everything seemed to be going according to plan until 90 minutes in. Uh Uh-oh. The tower operators listened in as the pilots talked to one another. A crew member asked one of his students for his compass reading. The student replied, 
I don't know where we are. We must have gotten lost after that last turn. The pilot contacted the base and said, both of my compasses are out and I'm trying to find Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm over land, but it's broken. I'm sure I'm in the Keys, but I don't know how far down and I don't know how to get to Fort Lauderdale. Everything, as Christopher Columbus says, is going berserk. (laughs) Around 6.20, more than four hours since takeoff, the last transmission came through. A pilot said, all planes close up tight. We'll have to ditch unless landfall. When the first plane drops below 10 gallons, we'll all go together. Yes. I'm assuming he means when the gas goes below 10 gallons. Yeah, I guess when they run out of gas, they'll, they'll just bail the ship. I mean, bail the plane? I don't know. So the tower operator signaled an alarm, and within minutes, a Martin Mariner PBM, it's a giant rescue airplane with 13 men and full rescue equipment, was on the way to search for the missing planes. But less than half hour after takeoff, one of the pilots radioed the tower that they were nearing Flight 19's last position. And that was the last they ever heard of them, of this rescue plane. Also disappeared. The tower contacted the Miami Coast Guard, and they flew out there to search for the last known location of all these planes, but there was no sign of the five planes in Flight 19 or the Martin Mariner. Mm. So the Navy and the Army joined the search. Over 300 planes were flying in a grid pattern searching for all these missing planes for three days. They covered over 200,000 square miles, but nothing was found, like no wreckage or anything. Suspicious. Just disappeared. So did the planes eventually run out of fuel? Did you hear that electrical transmission that yeah, just I happened did. for a second? Yeah, I did. What What the hell was that? That that was crazy. I don't know. I heard it too. If it happens again, leave. Then that's a sign. Then that's a sign. That's something that's sign. is interfering. <laughs> <laughs> then my phone is too close to one of the microphones. <laughs> So the Navy said that they would remain afloat long enough for the rafts to be launched and all the missing men were trained in sea survival procedures and they all had life jackets. I mean, if you crash into the water, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're probably going So the investigators assumed that the Mariner exploded because it was known to accumulate flammable gas vapors in its bilges. But you'd still see parts of the plane yes. places. If it exploded, they would be floating on top yeah. of the water. So they could not determine a reason for the other five planes disappearing. They have no idea. So one theory is that something affected the compasses, Mm -hmm. and it may also have silenced the patrol's radios. Interesting. But the Mariner not only had usual radio facilities, but it had a hand-cranked generator for emergencies. So even if the power went out, should have worked. And that is the first story that started the legend of the Bermuda Triangle. The Devil's Triangle. So there have been a lot of notable disappearances. The French ship Rosalie in 1840, it set sail from Germany to Havana. The ship was full of wine, fruits, silks, animals, canaries, chickens, <laughs> ducks. Cool ship. And one cat. And one cat. <laughs> um, three months had passed and no one heard from the ship, which wasn't unusual at the time, but a letter from the Bahamas arrived. It said the sailors of another ship had discovered the Rosalie ship floating near the Bahamas the ship was still intact, but the entire crew was missing, mm-hmm. and all the animals were still on board. Wasn't that like we did an episode about ghost ships where the whole crew was missing, but the boat was still there? Yeah, but w- that was like the, um, what's the Philadelphia experiment? It was um, like okay, something weird like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, weird. USS Cyclops. Cool in, name. Yes. 1918, a giant ship with 309 crew members. Why do I feel like we've heard the the number 309 before? Have we? Well, it's 257 right now. Bookmark that. Um, Wouldn't that be crazy if we would have said 309 at 309? 309. That would have been. That stuff freaks me out. Well, let's wait and see if something happens at 309. You know, like when you're doing like a crossword. What if there's another electrical transmission at 309 in a few I've, minutes? You ever listening to something like on the radio when you're driving and, and like the word, the word that, that just was said, but it's like a weird word that you would have yes. never. Yeah. That happens when I do crossword puzzles. It's so I'm like watching weird. TV and they say the same word. I'm like, yes, that's the answer. That's so crazy. <laughs> 
That's nuts. It's weird. I once had a hairdresser who said that she could smell cancer. And no, she, like a dog? Yeah. Dog smell cancer. Yeah. And she said that there's like she thought we lived in a simulation and that like those kinds of things were like proof that we lived in a simulation. Did she smell anything on I you? don't know. I stopped going to her after she told me she could <laughs> smell diseases on people. I was like, I don't want her to tell me I'm going to die. Okay, 1918. A giant ship with 309 crew members hauling 11,000 tons of mang. Magnanese or disappeared on its way to Baltimore from Brazil. There were no distress calls and no storms were reported. Theories, a giant sea monster ate it or the captain who was born in Germany but moved to the United States and changed his name was a traitor and gave the ship over to the Germans. Yeah, people swear that it's a giant sea monster. I mean... Which is not not possible. Right. Or it's just one of the things we'll discuss later about yeah. what happens in the Bermuda Triangle. Uh-huh. There's also the star Ariel. It left Bermuda on January 17, 1949, with seven crew members and 13 passengers en route to Jamaica. That morning, Captain J.C. McPhee reported that the flight was going smoothly. Uh, shortly after, a cryptic message came from the captain when he reported that he was changing his frequency and then nothing more was heard. A search party was deployed to look for the p- plane, but not even a hint of debris or wreckage was ever found. Damn. That's what's weird when nothing's ever found. Yeah. That's not Because if it crashes, you're going to see debris you on top of the You find something, you find a sunken boat, yeah. you fi- I mean a sunken you ship or smoke. a sunken plane. You- yeah. Uh, flight 201 or a body washes up whatever uh, flight 201 uh, it left Fort Lauderdale Florida on March 31 1984 en route for Bimini Island in the Bahamas not quite midway to its destination the plane slowed its airspeed significantly but no radio signals were made for the plane to indicate distress weird suddenly the plane dropped from the air into the water completely vanishing from the radar radar a woman on Bimini Island reported seeing a plane plunge into the sea about a mile offshore, but no wreckage was ever found. Okay, then there's the Piper Navajo. On November 3rd, 1978, Irving Rivers left the Virgin Islands. Irving Rivers, Virgin Islands. Is that like an anagram? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Virgin. No, there's no L. Okay. Irving Rivers left the Virgin Islands to fly to St. Thomas to pick up passengers. Visibility was good and temperatures were warm. As he neared the airport in St. Thomas, the plane was cleared for landing and the controller saw the plane's red and green lights blinking as it made the approach. Shortly after, the controller found he could no longer see the plane's lights. Uh It had disappeared from the radar. An emergency search was launched, but nothing was ever found, even though the flight was only one mile from landing. That's weird. It just disappeared. Shit. It should, like, even if it crashed, you would have found it in the ocean, but nothing was there. So in July 2015, two 14-year-old boys, Austin Stephanos and Perry Cohen, were on a fishing trip in their 19-foot boat, and despite the 15,000-square nautical mile-wide search by the U.S. Coast Guard, their boat was found a year later off the coast of Bermuda, but the boys were never seen again. What? Did you just hear the electrical? No, no I didn't. I heard it. Oh, but no. It's, all, it's 302, not 309. Oh, my God. <laughs> I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> I know. I got really excited, but it's only 302. So some of the causes and theories about why all of this weird stuff happens in the Bermuda Triangle is one of them is weather. Right. Because a ton of hurricanes pass through, and the Gulf Stream can sometimes move faster than four to five knots per hour, which is 300 times faster than the Amazon River. So there's this part of the ocean where it's like a Gulf Stream and it just like, it goes so fast. And that could carry a boat really far and knock people off their course. Interesting, okay. And wreck the ships. Also, undersea earthquakes. Fascinating, Heard of them? No, not until just now. Well. They exist. They do. Another theory is interesting it's methane gas bubbles right so large deposits of methane gas can spew up from the ocean floor then huge eruptions of methane bubbles may push water away from a ship causing it to sink right so it's kind of like a sinkhole that opens up i guess yeah it's almost like a methane black hole yeah so then if the highly flammable methane then rises into the air it could ignite in an airplane's engine 
causing it to explode. So the big the bubble comes up from the ocean and it goes up high enough to where it touches a plane. <laughs> I get I think the methane gas bubble is for ships. Hmm. Let's give that a goog. Oh, if then if it rises into the air. It can go all the way to a plane? Yeah, if it rises to the air, could ignite an engine. That's insane. That is insane. That's so high. Yeah. That still doesn't fully explain, though, the complete vanishing of all the parts. Yeah, because then it would explode. Right. Okay. Well, there's another theory. Wait, can I say one thing? Yes. Apparently, there's a song by Billy Manilow called The Bermuda Triangle. Billy Manilow? Billy Manilow? (laughs) Who's Billy Manilow? It's his cousin. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Barry Manilow. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Wait, let's 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 listen. listen. Let's give it a quick listen. Nice. That is nice. Okay. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> Wait, what? That's crazy. Was this written after or, bef- or before the Beach Boys? Kokomo, uh, Kokomo. I'm guessing in the same week. Yeah, We've right. Gotta look up the lyrics to this. This is crazy. Woman, Bermuda, are, woman, are you mad? Bermuda Triangle makes people disappear. Yeah. Why would you sing a song about it being this great and then it makes specific... people disappear? Okay, Bermuda Triangle, it makes people disappear. Bermuda Triangle, don't go too near. But she doesn't see my angle, and she thinks I'm dumb. So what? Bermuda Triangle, here we come. We decide to get away. Pretty, I mean, it's pretty catchy. Two weeks in. Pretty catchy. We can't stop singing it. <laughs> and I say, woman, are you mad? <laughs> Okay, there's electronic fog. Sure. So a guy named Bruce Gernon claims he survived the electronic fog. Okay. According to Bermuda-Attractions.com. We only go to the best sources. <laughs> electronic fog is like a grayish cloud of electromagnetic fields that get formed above the ocean. Okay. So the electronic fog seems to appear from nowhere and completely engulfs a ship or an aircraft. The fog then keeps moving along with the ship or the plane, and soon all the electronic systems and the instruments start malfunctioning. And finally, the ship or the aircraft can disintegrate or disappear without a trace. I was watching a documentary this morning, and it said that, like, that someone had time traveled. Yeah, this is the guy. Oh, it is? Okay, because I was like, this sounds familiar. Yes, he said that while flying through the tunnel at 10,000 feet, he saw a cloud forming lines around him and slowly rotating and spiraling in anti-clockwise direction while propelling him forward. So he said he started having a feeling of zero gravity and all the navigational systems started to fail. Interesting. But then he said the cloud disintegrated and they were spotted by radar again. But by then he had traveled through the tunnel for 100 miles, taking 30 minutes less than it normally takes. That's crazy. Yeah, he he said it's some sort of like wormhole where he, yeah, he time traveled. Where it like pushed him forward. Yeah, that's bizarre. That is weird. Another theory is... But also kind of convenient. Yeah, right? Can like we the, get electronic best, fog? Yeah, that's like the best way to travel yeah. through electronic fog. Yeah. That What's could this guy solve, complaining about? Yeah, that could solve traffic. It really could. <laughs> Where's Elon Musk? Yeah. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. 
Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, another theory is all of the trenches, because some of the deepest trenches in the world are in the Bermuda Triangle. Huh. There's the Puerto Rico trench that goes down 27,500 feet. Damn. So if a plane went down in that trench and it just kept sinking, you would never find it. Okay, so that's possible. So if these things yeah. are crashing and stuff like that, they're going down to the Bermuda tr- the yeah. trenches. No one's ever going to go down there. But, I mean, we, it, if this Except is such James a big Cameron. deal. That's what I was going to say. Guys. Except for James Cameron. Yeah. Wow. That's cute. This is why we have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> It's 3.09, nothing's happening. Except you guys uh, said the same. It's 3.09 and we yeah. say the same. Oh, okay. my God. Okay. okay. I mean, that happened. Better keep an eye on James Cameron. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yes, maybe. What, some, if, he what if he dies? dies? <laughs> what, well, check Twitter right ah! now to see if he died James at 3.09. Cameron News. <laughs> avatar news. 2. Uh, the Terminator Dark Fate passed James Cameron's avatar at the box office. I saw okay. him at a Subway Whoa. in Malibu once. Stop it, really? The Subway sandwiches. He was getting a Sammy with his little son. I got oh. food poisoning from a Subway <gasps> sandwich in sixth grade, and I threw up on stage during dress rehearsal for our school play. Oh, no. It was Allie. a six-inch tuna, and I haven't oh. had tuna since no tuna since no tuna tuna free zone over here damn wow can you not even smell it either no not subway tuna like i i've had tuna oh. but not tuna fish salad oh like you've had ahi tuna? i've had like ahi tuna i can't have tuna fish salad wow Whoa. yeah That's i didn't know that i'm so sorry Allie. Okay. i didn't know that see everyone's going through their own everyone, everyone has everyone's their own fighting their journey. own battle <laughs> be kind to everyone because everyone's fighting their own battle you don't know what we're going through <laughs> yeah. um so i apologize yeah dude um okay so there's also magnetic fields interfering with compasses potentially mm-hmm. they're maybe tr- <laughs> <laughs> the <Mar-Buna. laughs> I, I have a cold and just my my whole whole face is just my whole face is half of it's paralyzed (laughs) the Bermuda Triangle is one of only two places (laughs) (laughs) the Bermuda Triangle is one of only two places in the world Uh, the other is Devil's Sea off the coast of off the coast of Japan, where compass points to true north rather than magnetic north. This causes compasses to malfunction. So the navigators have to compensate for this difference when traveling through the Bermuda Triangle. Everywhere else in the world, true north is the same as magnetic north. So this literally makes no sense to me, this paragraph. I don't understand. I don't even understand north, south, east, west. So true north is the same as magnetic north Everywhere in the world except 
the Bermuda Triangle. There's something where it's like something where it's 3,000 feet off. Is it because it's close to the equator? Something maybe. There's a whole long explanation for it that like I read. I was like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But like it's Melissa gets it. Maria probably gets it. Smart people who listen to the podcast probably gets it. I don't get it. Oh, my God. It's 312 of my water bottles going off. Oh, my God. Wow, wow, break. You guys want to know something so depressing? Yeah. So do you remember when we first talked about the Bermuda Triangle and flights were like $200? Oh, no, are they so expensive now? Since we've been talking about it, I guess people have been rushing to the airlines. That's the effect. Now it's like $1,000. What? Even economy? That's all I... Yeah, even economy. (laughs) (laughs) Check first We know that Maria only flies first class, so we were just asking. (laughs) And even if you just, like, put in from New York to there, it's still 600-something dollars. That's crazy. I don't believe you. Really? I can find something. Hold on. Yeah, I'm finding right here. 487, 503. Is that one way or round trip, Allie? I mean... Say it. What is round trip? Round trip. Round trip. All right. And what airline am I flying? Wow. How many stops? (laughs) Oh no, they went out of business. American Delta JetBlue. Where are you saying you're flying from? Is it seven? Los Angeles to Bermuda. The dates I've put in are February eighth to February twenty first. I don't really know why those are the dates. I'll put it in for another date. Hold on, let's see. Where I'm not seeing that at all. This is blowing my mind what site are you on i'm just on google that's where i am what have you put in i just put lax to bermuda delta 11 hours from 487 yeah i literally Maria, just, what are you what did LAX you write to bermuda just google it. it's the first result yeah i'm looking and it's giving me 900 dollar <laughs> flights well, your computer. Yeah, i think that you must not be on an economy are you what yes, are your I dates am. oh February you know 8th? why you guys do you want to know why, why? because i put in two pa- pa- passengers <laughs> i put on two passengers because i didn't want to go alone your demon. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I didn't even want to pretend to be going alone yeah. you always have to get a plus one for your demon <laughs> maria and okay. a seat for her demon and then another seat for her wawa bottle well then that's not so bad <laughs> no it's not no 489 round trip i know guys we're going 2020 this yeah. is my favorite episode just because we're we're just chatting <laughs> just we've, uh, we've all had it okay you can also get drawn into another dimension y- yes a hole opens up into the sky like in stephen king's <laughs> made for tv movie the langoliers have you seen that movie? i haven't seen that movie it's one of my favorite movies it's I'm gonna like watch a, it tonight. It's like a three-part. No, it's like six hours. It's like a three-part miniseries. As I was saying, <laughs> what's what it about? It's about the people are on a plane. Uh huh. Belky Bartokamus is in there. Who? Br- Bronson Pinchot. God bless you. Oh. <laughs> Who's Bronson Pinchot? Belky. Oh you know who he is. No, perfect, I don't. My perfect strangers. I didn't ever watch oh, Perfect. You strangers. would know who Bronson. He has Pinchot a home is. improvement show now. What? Yeah, he fixes up house. Belky Bartokamus. He was in. What are you saying? What are you talking about? Cousin Larry. Okay, Bronson Pinchot. Perfect Strangers. A okay, this guy show. was in First Wives Club. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess that's what he's known for. I don't. I couldn't. I tried rewatching that for the first time in like 20. It I couldn't get through it. Either. I, I had 10 minutes left and I said, you know what? T- yeah, I'm tapping I, I, out. Yeah, I couldn't. I tried to too and I couldn't do it. <laughs> but he. Why was I talking about? Oh, yeah. He's in the Langoliers. It's this made for TV movie where there are people on an airplane and then they all fall asleep. And then they wake up and they land in an airport. That sounds great. But there's no one around. <laughs> oh, scary. There's no, they're in like another, the airport's empty. And so they're in the airport trying to figure out there's no radio, there's no nothing. And then all of a sudden they hear these like noises that are like crunching noises, like, <laughs> and it keeps getting louder, like, <laughs> oh my God, it keeps what getting is it? louder and louder. And it's the Langoliers. There are these big circles with teeth. Oh no. Like they're big Pac-Man. Yes. And they're coming to eat people because they don't like people who waste time. <gasps> oh my god, I'd be I'd be dead. I would I would. And so they're trying to get back their well, their plane is broken, so they're trying to fix the plane in time to get back on the plane to go fly back to, for everyone to fall asleep and to fly back into the right dimension. Oh shit. But it's like six hours long. 
in the movie Bronson Pinchot, he ends up like punching the Langoliers would probably eat me for watching that movie. I know. Yeah. Very good, Allie. And it's three seventeen. <laughs> oh, so, so you said that joke right? Yeah. When it wanted Which Langoliers is based off a Twilight Zone episode. I was going to say it sounds happens. Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so a dimension opens up. That kind of sounds similar to a theory I have that uh, is popular on Reddit also, that we live in a simulation. Sure. And the Bermuda Triangle is a glitch spot. <gasps> okay. Why haven't they fixed it? That's a good question. Maybe the, maybe the powers of that bee don't know about it. Yeah, it's like in, uh, it's in Westworld when there's like a leak. Yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> I, only watched, I only watched the first season. It's like in Westworld where there's a Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> um, there's a glitch, yeah. And so planes get swallowed in there. It's yeah, like a and weird they just go sliver. to like another. Yeah, it's like yeah. a hole. Yeah. Okay, also Atlantis. So mm-hmm. it might be leftover technology from Atlantis, uh, the underground city that got submerged. Mm-hmm. It's like an ancient underground city. Yes. An ancient city that drowned. Yes. Went underground. Psychic Edgar Case said Atlantis had some special crystals that radiated so much energy they could cause navigational equipment to malfunction. Okay. Yeah. I once got a psychic past life regression, which we have a past life episode. Oh, yeah. That we're going to finally release at some point. And it said that I was from Atlantis. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. And then she was, oh, so sorry, sorry, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> um, what is this about rogue waves, Melissa? Mm, I don't remember. Great. Okay. <laughs> also, aliens potentially could be UFOs abducting the ships and the... Oh, it's always a possibility. It could be just be a UFO hotspot. Yeah. In Close Encounters of the Third Kind... Uh, by Steven Spielberg, Flight 19 was actually abducted by aliens. Oh, right. Yeah. Is that what they say? Yes, that's what they say in the movie. Okay. When do they say that? Uh, on the I on don't know, at minute 17? No, I'm not asking I, I about the minute. I'm just asking about at what point does someone say that a flight was abducted by aliens? I, I, I read that on the internet, and then I put it in the doc. If I'm angry, I read that. think about your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I'll see. Close Encounters. I read that too. I believe it. I just I'm trying to. I like that movie. I think that's that's a great movie. And you know what? I'm just I I'm I think and I know he's a star and that's fine. But but I think that what's his face? Richard Dreyfuss is is magnetic. He's hot as hell. Have you seen um? What's the one where they're teens? Um, um, Teen Wolf. No, the ones where they're teens driving around all the time. Um, kids he, you no 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 he's in it but he's like a young it's in black and white and mr it, holland's opus no <laughs> he scared me in that movie <laughs> didn't you have one ear no Allie, his son what was dead oh god <laughs> did he have one ear did he have one ear that's what you took away from hold him. on richard american graffiti <laughs> what is this it says flight 19 close encounters Seems like it's just a bunch of noise we're going to have to cut out of this episode. <laughs> what is happening? But Richard Dreyfuss Stand in, by me. In, no. Uh, what about Bob? In American Graffiti. I have not seen that. Oh my God, look up a picture of him in that. He's just like really magnetic. Okay. I heard, I heard it. it. I heard it. I heard it. What is that? It's probably a wire. One of our wires is getting crossed. It's electromagnetic. It's an electronic fog. Yes. We're living in a fog. So there's another theory that I like to call the boring theory. <laughs> so this guy named John Riley, he's a historian with the U.S. Naval Histor- <laughs> the U.S. Naval Historical Foundation said, because the triangle has a lot of traffic, it's only expected that some ships and planes would go down there. Right. So the vicinity of the Bermuda Triangle is amongst the most heavily traveled shipping lanes in the world. Yeah. Which, okay. He's like, big whoop. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a heavily trafficked area. Things are going to happen. Yeah. Fuck that guy. No, fuck, it's probably. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, not with that frequency. Like, it, it does seem highly unusual. Yeah. It's too many. It's too many. Also, on Reddit, there's an interesting theory that the Bermuda Triangle, because there haven't been that many occurrences recently in the Bermuda Triangle. No, there hasn't. So they think that the Bermuda Triangle has actually shifted to Florida, and that's why so many things, weird things happen oh. in Florida all the time now. 
What part of Florida? All, all of Florida, of just where there's all the sinkholes and cre- people oh, acting out. Oh, yeah, the out. triangle just kind of did a little it shift. It did a little shift, and that's why everyone in Florida is so fucking weird. Not everyone. Everyone. No. Everyone, l- especially our listeners. <laughs> our listeners are the weirdest yeah. in Florida. So there's also the Alaskan Triangle. Melissa, what's that? Well, it's another triangle, and it connects... Anchorage to Juneau mm. in the south to Barrow okay. along the state's north coast. So more than 16,000 people, including airplane passengers, hikers, locals, tourists, have disappeared within the Alaska Triangle since 1988. Oh, hell no. That's a lot of people. So the rate per 1,000 people is more than twice the national average. Oh, my God. So it has, Alaska has more missing persons reports each year than anywhere else in the United States. That's crazy. It's twice the number of the national average. What's even more eerie is that the state also has the largest number of missing people who were never found again. This makes sense to me. Because it's Alaska? Because it's Alaska. It's Alaska. And it's, yeah, there's like not a lot of... Like the population isn't as great. There's harsh terrain. Harsh terrain. You can go off the map or the grid really easily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. So it's also called Alaska's Bermuda Triangle. Mm. And what started this whole thing was in 1972, a plane carrying U.S. House Majority Leader Hal Boggs vanished between Juneau and Anchorage. And the search for the airplane lasted more than a month. They searched 32,000 square miles but found nothing. Uh-oh. Also, another theory is Bigfoot. Of course. Because there's a lot of sightings. A lot of nesting sites have been found. <laughs> what does Bigfoot's nest look like? <laughs> I know. What does it look like? <laughs> Give it a Google. It's is it like, like a, a bird's, bird's nest? nest? No, I bet it's a huge bird's nest. And he just nest. sits in it. That's I'm just picturing so a bird's cute. nest. Bigfoot nest. Well, it'd be like a like a bear, like a den, or like a home. no, yeah, it's, it's like a log cabin. What is it? There's a picture of it. Oh, it's like it's kind of like a cave ish. Yeah, it's something. like a, a oh, that's fun, like a den cave. I, you could that looks like something someone would buy on Etsy or like rent on Airbnb. It's like a shire. Yes. What are those little pop pop? Poppy Jows? What are those called? Huh? Puckwudgie? Puckwudgie. <laughs> poppy Jows. <laughs> it's a Poppy Jow. <laughs> Pop, it's a Poppy Jow. Yeah, the Puck... I bet- a Bronson Pinchow? <laughs> I have a, Bronson- a Poppy Jow name. Bronson but- Pinchow. Puppy Chow. Bronson Puckwudgie. Puppy Jow. Puckwudgie Puppy Jow. Belky Park <laughs> sh- Shinka Wajee. Oh my god. Pincho Puppy Joe. <laughs> Sp- Web crawlers brought to you by Pincho. Uh, okay. Puck Wajee Joe. There's also something called the Otter Man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Otter Man is an evil shape shifting demon of uh, Tlingit Indian. <laughs> <laughs> the Otter Man is an evil shape shifting demon of Tlingit Indian lore called the Kushtaka. The cross it's a cross between a man and an otter. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds adorable. I know. It's said to lure people to their impending doom by attracting lost people to the water by portraying children or women who are screaming for help. <laughs> <laughs> it's also sad. It's also said that when the Otter Man captures these lost people, it's that steals that steals their souls. This podcast is so stupid. Okay, I just picture like an otter, like an otter's face on like the body of a man. I'm literally crying. Okay. Also, it could be aliens. Of course. In 1986, a Japanese plane was flying from Iceland to Anchorage, uh, Alaska, when it came across three UFOs. That's reported. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's also energy vortexes. I like these. Yeah. Swirling centers of energy concentrated in specific places. This feels like those... um, 
those electronic fog. Yeah, electronic fog. <laughs> um, the energy radiates in a spiraling cone shape. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The energy radiates in a spiraling cone shape clockwise or counterclockwise, creating positive and negative effects. I like how you just covered all your base wa- bases there. It either goes this way or that yeah. way, and it's either good or bad. Uh, they are thought to affect humans in various physical, mental, and emotional ways. Positive vortexes spiral upward in a clockwise motion, creating an enhanced flow of energy. This type is said to be conducive to healing, meditation, creativity, and self-exploration. People actively search these places out to feel inspired, recharged, or uplifted. Some of the places where positive vortexes are said to exist are the Egyptian pyramids, Stonehenge, the Sedona Desert. I think like Ojai is also one of those places. Oh, I bet. And sacred temples and cathedrals throughout the world. And then the negative vortexes spiral downward in a counterclockwise motion, creating a draining or depleting energy and depleting the positive energies in its vicinity. Like this room. Yeah. Shit. Or toilets in Australia. Yeah. They go counterclockwise? They flush? Yeah. <laughs> So in humans, they are believed to cause health problems, including Mm. depression, nightmares, disorientation, confusion, and both visual and audio hallucinations. I wonder if feng shui can help a negative vortex. Oh, yeah. They're also said to cause electrical instruments to malfunction. Oh, my God. I told you like this room. Oh, my God. We need to feng shui this room. It's a feng shui. You got the little... Yeah, I've got every... There's things covering the windows and no way to get out. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's an escape room, Maria. We're covering all the smoke detectors and the sprinklers. Uh, they're also said... So some places that are said to be filled with negative vortexes are the Bermuda Triangle, Japan's Devil Sea, the North and South Poles. That's where Santa lives. I know, right? And... Hamakulia volcano in Hawaii. Is that how you say it? In I don't Hawaii. know. I, I just almost got the get girls again. in Hawaii. Hamakulia. Hamakulia. Wow. wow. Aloha. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mahalo, Maria. Well, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but if I ha- Hamakulia, that's how I would. Hamakulea. If I was reading it, Hamakulia. 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 Not the Hamakulia. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the geographic layout of Australia can be blamed for all these missing people because it's covered in forests, glaciers, hidden caves, deep crevices. Yeah, that place is crazy. A hundred active volcanoes. Yeah. In Australia? In Alaska. Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So the hikers can easily get lost. Totally. Yeah, and planes, trains, automobiles. It's easy go to, missing. Go, it's easy to go missing. You there. go. You in a crevasse. You're gone. You're gone forever. You're gone. You're gone, babe. You're gone. You're gone, babe. <laughs> if you know anything about the Bermuda Triangle, or, if you've been to Bermuda, yeah, or the Alaskan Triangle, or the Alaskan Triangle, hit us up. Hit us up. Absolutely. Also, mm-hmm. Bermuda tra- tra- uh, Chamber of Commerce. Oh my God. What's yes. up? We'd like to talk to you. But you guys have to tell them why you should go there. Like, what would you be bringing to their... Uh, we would bring awareness. Well, Melissa's, Melissa's a model, and she's been and she's famous on WikiFeet. True. So if she, if she... And she also has hundreds of thousands of likes and subscribers on yeah. YouTube. But you get her in a pair of sandals. On the beach. It'd be off the charts. Yeah. yeah. WikiFeet, number one. So if she hit. was in Bermuda, put a picture of her a YouTube's on yeah. in Bermuda... In a hotel, everyone everyone would want to go there. Yeah. I think what Web Crawlers is trying to do is trying to make Bermuda the new, uh, like, uh, what's a what's the most popular? The new Tulum, the yes, new Hawaii. the new Tulum, the new Hawaii, the place where people think, like, where should I go on vacation? And Bora Ber- Bora. Bermuda does, seems like a million miles away. It's not, though. And it, for 500 bucks, yeah. hop on that plane to Bermuda. We, it's just, it's, imp- it's yeah. impossible to turn us down and i need to yes. go too because i have to carry the equipment yeah so well, the three yeah. of us we have to go to bermuda we need to show people how accessible it is how got, interesting yeah. it is how rich the culture and history is yeah we got to do a podcast about the history but also how safe it is yeah yeah i mean and and you know what it's you know Catherine zeta jones and michael douglas can't be your only you know ambassadors, ambassadors. that's yes. just not they just don't have the time no yeah they're Wait, busy some other hpv heroes have to go to <laughs> Bermuda. 
<laughs> or to spread awareness. Yeah. And I don't spread. have HPV. Um, <laughs> I might. <laughs> You're married, though, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. So, uh, Melissa, where can people find us online, especially the Bermuda Chamber of Converse? You can email us, Bermuda Chamber of Converse, at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at webcrawlerspod and Instagram. Um, our Reddit page is kind of popping off. We've been getting a lot of comments. Oh my God, really? And, yeah, getting messages and people are commenting. So head on over to Reddit and join the other tens of listeners. <laughs> I have we, to we check our Reddit. Hundred. We have a few hundred on there. Holy and shit. we're on Facebook. Uh, yeah, hit us up on the internet. Send us a DM. Send us an email. Amazing. Um, I And thank you to everyone who came out to our show last night. Yeah, we had a live show. Our first one, it went swimmingly. I know one fan for sure came out. Yes, I met one fan. Really? I met one fan. Yeah. When I was walking to my lift, someone said, hi, I think they said their name was Brian or something. I think so, yeah. And he said, I, I listened to the podcast. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so shout nice. out. So thank you. And, you. and my friend Alexis came out. Oh, yeah. And that was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming out. Okay, I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stetton. I'm Maria. Bam! (laughs) (laughs) An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.